Alright, your boy Mixmaster to be here live from the MMB Radio Studios for the MMB Radio Podcast. Where no topic is too big or too small, we talk about them all. And on the phone lines tonight, I have someone that I am so excited to be sharing with the world. I Actually, she should actually be sharing me. She's got a lot more followers on Instagram and Twitter than I do. She's Playboy <laughs> model, Miss Kelsey Shea. Kelsey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing awesome. Um, like... Wow, I mean, it's you know one of the great things about having my own podcast and having the the creative control to just do whatever the fuck I want to do with my podcast is being able to reach out to anybody that I find interesting and say, hey, you want to be on the podcast? Sometimes it's not that simple. Sometimes you know I hit people up and it's like, who the fuck is this creep? And then other people are really <laughs> chill about it. So I just like you know hit you up on Instagram, like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? And you you know, gracefully said yes. Yeah. So first off, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for reaching out to me. I'm glad you find me interesting. <laughs> I'm sure anybody who's ever seen you has find you more than just interesting, very attractive. Um, so um, we're going to start back at the original origins of all of this, because uh, there's so much that I want to know about you other than just like the visuals. Um, right. So first things first, um, where are you originally from? So I was born in Kansas City, Missouri. Okay, a lot of barbecue out there. Um. A lot, a lot of barbecue. Um, and then I moved to Colorado when I was 14 years old. Okay. So, so yeah. younger life was in Kansas City. Like, I guess the years where you started to blossom would be in Colorado. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a lot more opportunities in Colorado as opposed to Missouri. <laughs> no, That's a no-brainer. No, like, so... Like, how did this all start? Like, obviously, you're very attractive. And, you know, did you want to be a model? Did people tell you you should be doing modeling? Like, how did that start? It's funny. So, actually, the way it all started was um, my mom had this friend of hers who was a photographer. And we went to one of his shows um, here in Colorado. And he saw me and he was like, oh, I want to take some pictures of you. And so I had no idea what I was doing. Like, not a clue. I was like, yeah, okay. But they actually came out pretty good. And then um, I would obviously have people tell me that I was very photogenic, that I needed to get into modeling, all this stuff. But I didn't really start taking it too seriously until, I think, like, 19, I'd say, 19 years old. Because you have to be comfortable with it. You have to be comfortable with yourself and be comfortable in your own skin and be confident. Otherwise, it shows in the pictures. So that's how it started. <laughs> so when you first got into this modeling or, you know, this guy was like, I want to take some pictures of you. Um, did, did, did you think, like, I'm going to be doing, like, runway modeling, magazine modeling, like, clothing modeling? Like, what was, what was the uh, kind of idea of what you wanted to do? So it's funny because I always had my mindset on Playboy. Um, growing up, my family had Playboy magazines around the house. You know, my mom would read them. My dad would look at them. He would say he's reading them, but I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> they all read the articles. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, you know, when I saw it, it wasn't just a naked woman. It was a woman comfortable in her own skin, a very confident, powerful woman. And that, to me, was what I always wanted to be. I just always wanted to be that comfortable and be beautiful without the clothing that I was wearing or anything like that. And nudity in my family wasn't bad. It's not, it's not viewed as bad. 
you know? So that was my goal. That was my end goal. And then I <laughs> accomplished it. And now it's just moving on to even more goals and creating more accomplishments in the future. Now, how does someone, like I said, you have Playboys in the house. How does someone become so comfortable being naked in front of the camera? I mean, you ask probably, you know, nine out of ten people, they're not all going to say, you know, oh, yeah, just take off my clothes and it's it's easy. Um, right. You, was it, just, <laughs> it was just that simple or did you kind of like? No. Eh. No, it was, you know, I mean, obviously everyone has things about themselves that they would change. You know, like we are our toughest critics. We are the hardest on ourselves. And it's just more about embracing the good in you and seeing past the bad. So when I went to go audition for Playboy, obviously they were like, okay, it's a test shoot. Take off your clothes. And I was like, oh, my God, what did I get myself into? <laughs> but when it was done, I was like, you know what? That wasn't that, wasn't that bad, though. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't what I was thinking it was going to be. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be portrayed in this light of – I think the thing is is I, myself, was scared of being viewed as promiscuous or a slut or something like that. But you have to think about how that does not correspond with nudity. That doesn't correspond with the beautiful pictures that Playboy's taking. That doesn't correspond with any of that. I think that's a stigma, a stigma that we have to pass with – our world today because people still view it as very bad <laughs> so but. when when you were a child and teenager and everything were, were you this outgoing like i mean you say it it's it doesn't coincide with nudity you know being promiscuous and everything but what was what was your social life like in high school as a kid where people think um, this is something you're gonna do <laughs> no absolutely not oh my gosh i was the quiet, shy girl in the back of the classroom. Um, you know, I was just a science nerd and a computer nerd and stuff like that, which is totally fine. I mean, you can still be all that and be in Playboy, of course. But um, for me, it was just, you know, it was a lot of things were changing in high school. You know, your body changes and you're like, what's happening? And you just have to, it's a lot to get used to, for so sure. No. But um no miss likely to be nude in front of a camera underneath your yearbook picture? Absolutely not. Oh, no way. <laughs> no way at all. <laughs> I'm sure my high school peers are very surprised right now. <laughs> now, that, that kind of takes me to the next question. So, like, when you did this, obviously people in town, you know, probably caught wind of it. Um, what was the reaction from people in, in, in your town, neighbors, you know, fellow classmates, you know, when you started doing you know this? Surprisingly, it was actually pretty good. It it was the best response that I could have gotten, which is great. Um, because, like I said before, I think I was more scared of being viewed as promiscuous or in that light that I did not want to be portrayed as. And actually, like everyone would congratulate me, and they would say, "Oh my God, they're beautiful pictures." And I even thought that I was going to be embarrassed for people seeing the photos. You know, because, I mean, they're fully nude photos. But for them to say that they're beautiful and they're this, that, the other, all great comments, it was, I think that was even more of a confidence booster. You know, you're like, okay, I don't, I don't, how I see myself isn't how other people see myself. Mm -hmm. And so I think it helps little by little, the more and more you do. 
Now, I'm sure you probably shocked a lot of people, and you, you mentioned oh, yeah. that you're going through this, like, development stage when, you know, teenage years, and you see yourself developing. Currently, what are, what are your physical stats right now? Um, okay, so I have 34 double D breaths, and I have, oh, my God, I haven't done my waist <laughs> all that in a minute, but um, I'm pretty sure I'm, like, a 27 and then maybe, like, a 34, 36. Right. I'm not entirely sure. Now, 34, is is this uh, all natural? or Because I know Playboy kind of goes for the natural look. Are you natural, enhanced? Right. So I had to get a breast lift. <laughs> um, I actually used to weigh a lot. I used to weigh 170, okay. <laughs> surprisingly. And then I lost the weight. I started not dieting, but making healthier eating habits. And then um, the weight was gone, but then they were really, really stuggy. So I had to, that was another thing that I wasn't comfortable with my body. But um, when I got the breast lift here in Colorado, um, things changed, you know. I was like, okay, this, this is good. This is how they're supposed to be. This is how they're supposed to look. This is how I wanted them. So that was definitely another stepping stone in the right direction of being comfortable with my body. Now, after us doing a Google search, I mean, they, they look fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> I thank you. <laughs> you're very welcome. It's better. expensive enough. <laughs> now, was this before or after you shot with Playboy? Uh, this was before. Okay. Yeah. Now, this was, yeah. Did Playboy have anything against, you know, having the lift? Because like I said the rumors is that they don't go for anything that's enhanced. Is that true or is that just, you know, a rumor? No, that's a rumor. Um I'm pretty sure I've seen other girls with very enhanced stuff before, but, um, you know, that could also be a different direction that they're taking currently. Cause I know, I don't know if you remember or not, but they had banned nudity for a little bit. <laughs> and Stupidest then they saw how well that worked. <laughs> exactly. It was like, it's Playboy. What? No. Um, but then they brought it back. So it, it very well could be true but from what i've seen personally no i don't think that's i don't think that's very true now, now you have this really exotic look to you and everybody probably is guessing what is your you know your nationality like what is what is the whole makeup what would you guess it is i'm interested in hearing this mm, though <laughs> let me see um mm. i'm gonna say some thai mm-hmm. um, very good uh, let me see what else. Um, mm, probably some Eastern European in there. Okay. All right. <laughs> Am I on the right track? So I can't believe I'm just floored that you even got the tie part. I'm going like, to admit, I, I, I'm going to admit I Googled. I kind of knew the answer anyway. Come on. <laughs> I kind of already knew the answer. Hey, I can't do podcasts um, without researching, you know? Come on. Well, damn. Yes, I am mostly Thai, mm -hmm. and then I have a little bit of Tahitian, Armenian, and Dutch okay. as well. Well, say, I but, have, like, that's the cool thing about doing the podcasting. We got to do our research. You know, we we can't just look at pictures of you. Although that is like ninety percent of the research is just staring at pictures of you. Um, right. You know, <laughs> we do try to do some of our some of our homework here. But for the people that were asking. Um, so, I mean, you got a real exotic look, and do you feel like that has uh, helped you in with the modeling look, or do you think that's, you know, um, 
hindered you or just neither or? I definitely think it's helped me because um, you never know what kind of look people are trying to go for. And with the exotic look, you do look different. And different is very good in the modeling world. Um, so it's definitely helped, you know, if they want. It's funny, I mean, if they ask for Hispanic, sometimes I can pull that off. Or if they ask for Asian, sometimes I can pull that off. It's different things and different looks. It really just all depends on what exactly what exactly they're looking for. But for the most part, it's helped. Being different is definitely a good thing. <laughs> now, um, when people see you, what do they say your best um, asset is? Like when people see you, what do they say to you? Like, Kelsey, I love this about you. Um, surprisingly, they say my eyes, okay. which is, yeah, very surprising because I would have obviously – thought my boobs but <laughs> um yeah usually they say my eyes which i like that i like that a lot yeah it's good that they're starting from the actual face and then working yourself down mm-hmm. rather than starting in the middle right. and have to work their way up yeah see? right at least they notice that i have two eyeballs in the first place yes <laughs> <laughs> well you know see there it's just goes to show you that you know the world is not all lost you know that you know exactly we're exactly. still uh, moving upward um so <laughs> We ask people to send us in questions because the cool thing is is that with the podcast, we love getting questions from people that are fans of yours, admirers of yours, and some people come up with some really great questions. And some of them are questions that we get a lot of times, but it's still good to ask. Um, someone wanted to know, what is your what is your taste in movies and music like? Like, what kind of, what kind of girl are you when you are out having fun? Um, so to answer their question, music, I listen to mainly hip hop, but I can listen to everything except for country. I can't get into it. I'm sorry. I just, no matter how many times I try, it's not happening for me. I can't do it. Um, so hip hop for music for movies. I actually really enjoy watching documentaries. I don't know why it's just my little knack. Like, I guess I, just like learning about different things going on. I'm the but, same uh, way. So, are you? Yes. I, I rather like even with books, like you know, reading books. Yes. I would love to read like a biography on somebody than I do like, you know, some kind of like fiction novel. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like we have enough monsters in the world already. We don't need to create anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. We're we're pretty good with that. You know what I mean? We have got to kind of balance that out a little bit. So, so right, you're, exactly. you're so you're a big hip hop fan. Who are you like a fan of music wise? Like, who are some of your favorite artists? Ooh, favorite artists, okay. Um, definitely The Weeknd. Love his stuff. I love it. Um, you know Cardi B. Cardi B is getting it. I I I can't knock her hustle. I like Bodak Yellow and all of that. So she's up there. Um, obviously Nicki Minaj. I mean, come on. And then. You know, I mean, I've always liked the 50 Cent, you know, candy shop. <laughs> I've always liked that. Um, I mean, I'll really listen. To, I've listened to a lot of different artists. It's just basically what I'm in the mood for when I want to listen to it. All right. Now, you currently live in Colorado. Are you still a Colorado resident? Yes, I am. Oh, now, what is the, still... what's the social life scene like in Colorado? I mean... Other than, you know, the obvious that people probably would think. Um, I mean, it's 
it's different. <laughs> um, it's very small. Everyone knows everyone. And it's, uh, it's interesting, you know, you got the people who drink, you got the people who smoke. Um, and I don't know, it's just a different vibe. I mean, I have to travel to LA a lot because there's definitely a lot more business opportunities out there, but, um, it's definitely different, way different vibes. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, it's more laid back, I guess you could say more right. chill environment. Now, yeah. obviously, you've been all over, you said, L.A., you know, for business opportunities, but I'm sure, you, you know, you've traveled the world and everything, and someone wanted to know, like, what is your, your favorite vacation spot? Oh, that's so difficult. Um, so, I would say probably Mexico. It's so much fun, and it's so cheap. Everything is so cheap out there. <laughs> um, but I actually went to Costa Rica last year for the first time. That was fun. Um, I would have to say, yeah, probably Mexico. I mean, I would say Hawaii, but I mean, that's a given. How can you not enjoy Hawaii? <laughs> Anywhere with a beach, basically. Anywhere with sun and beach and warm weather is totally like exactly. on my radar, you know? And exactly. I'm sure you can relate. That's why I, don't even know, I don't even know why I live in Colorado still, because it's it just got done snowing today. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to start bitching and complaining about being in the Northeast, and I'm like, wait, fuck, she lives in Colorado, dude. Like, it's way yeah. worse out there, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so someone exactly. wanted to know, are you into sports or anything? Um. So here's the thing. I don't follow any sports. You know, I don't know any of the players or anything like that, but I'll watch it. I really enjoy um, MMA. That is something I enjoy watching a lot. Um, I try anything, you know, I try, I just did top golf the other day. Horrible at it, but at least I tried. Um, I used to play volleyball when I was younger for a little bit. It was decent at, but um, nothing that really followed through. No. Okay. But I'll watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we give you A for effort, you know. Yes, give me an A for effort. Come on now. <laughs> See, now, I would, have, I would have thought you would have been, like, you know, into basketball and stuff because you had this picture on the Instagram, you know, rocking the Jordans and everything. So I thought maybe, you know, like a killer crossover or something. Oh, you know, I try that too, but I guess those are just going to be more of a fashion statement because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not very good at that either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what, what secret uh, talents, you know, what are you really good at that people would be shocked to know? Oh, throwing all the hard questions at me, huh? Um, I try. <laughs> I know. I, I see that. Oh, God. I'm trying to think. Um, hmm. I mean, when you were in school, did you have any hobbies? I mean, or did you just kind of just hang out in class? Like, did you were you part of any clubs? You know, are you, are you um, interested? I mean, obviously, I mean, I was in... I was on the hip hop team. <laughs> okay. But yeah, well, the problem is, is that I graduated high school. I got my high school diploma when I was 16. So I didn't really have that much of a high school experience. So you were a nerd. That's cool. Exactly. Yeah. I was definitely <laughs> a nerd. Saying, I'm not just throwing it out because it sounds cool and everybody digs it. Like, I really was legit a nerd. Okay. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I uh, graduated high school at 16 and then I was in the medical field for five years after that. So Okay, it, so that's, uh, that's a treat. 
you know, that's something that, you know. I mean, I guess I can just say that I'm a very hard worker. Um, if I want something, I'll work hard and I'll get it. <laughs> it's a uh, hustler mentality, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, it's funny because I always do, like, some pre, you know, screening and talking with guests before we come on. And we were talking a little bit on Instagram. And I said, I love that about you. I said, I, I love, like, that hustler mentality of you. Um, yeah. And, and the point I made is because nobody's going to out-hustle yourself when it comes to doing something for yourself. You know, nobody's going to go to war right. for you and, you know, go as hard for you as you would yourself. Um, so so I, I admire that about you. So, I mean, you know, hardworking and everything. But um, did you have any, like, aspirations, you know, in school? I mean, obviously medical. Did you, like, have plans that you wanted to do nursing, you know, brain surgery? Uh, like, I wanted to do biomedical engineering. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing out the bad boy there, but um, yeah, I wanted to do biomedical engineering. I just found it fascinating that you could do these different organs in machinery, basically. <laughs> um, but you know, I always—it's always been difficult for me because I love animals. I oh my god, I love animals more than I like people. <laughs> but those jobs don't really pay that well. But I'm good with computers, and I'm good with medical terminology and all that. So there's higher-paying jobs in that field. <laughs> now, when you're doing the modeling job, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. for people out there who want to be a model, who are, you know, trying to get into modeling, what is, like, some advice you would give them? Um, do your research. You know, you have to see who would be your best target based on your body type. You know, so, I mean, me, with my body type, I can't really do high fashion because they want more, less curvy girls, <laughs> basically. Um, so, you just have to basically just create a list of brands that you think you would do well with or um, different clothing lines, stuff like that. And you have to go out and get it. You have to network. You have to reach out to people. You have to be willing to put in the work because you can't cheat the game. The game knows how much effort you put in. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I would just say just be smart about it. Don't waste your time with things. I don't want to say waste your time because you never know what's going to happen. But go with what would probably work best for you. So, like, obviously, Playboy works best for me, lingerie lines, stuff like that, because I am curvy. <laughs> I'm not a size two, but it works for me. So yeah. I would say I would say that. No, because a lot of people, like, they, they see Instagram and they see, you know, an image that people portray on Instagram and right away everybody thinks, you know, I want to be that. And you can pretty much say that with almost every, you know, aspect there is. Like, uh, I think one of the biggest struggles for people nowadays is that they all want to be the next Instagram model. You know, they want that instant gratification. And you're saying yourself that it's not something that just happens overnight. Like, you do have to work and hustle for this. Absolutely. A goal, what is that saying? It's like a goal without a deadline is just a dream. Exactly. Like you have to you have to push yourself. You have to set goals that would probably make you uncomfortable with a deadline, but you know, it's it's just gonna pass you by otherwise if you just let it slip. So yeah, I would I would definitely say make a list if you're aspiring to be a model or whatever you're trying to do. Figure out what works best for you. Figure out what you can do to make it happen it's just 
putting in the effort. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Exactly. <laughs> now, when you made your goals, what were some of the goals you had? Obviously, you mentioned you threw it right out there, Playboy. And you achieved yeah. that goal pretty pretty quickly and easily. But was there any other goals that you wanted to do? Um, yeah, I mean, I wanted to be in a magazine, which that actually happened before Playboy. Um, that happened when I was 21, I think, 20 or 21. Um, I was published in my first magazine, Rooster Magazine, and then Playboy followed that. But um, I also wanted to do Maxim and Sports Illustrated, and I would love to be on a billboard somewhere. That would be great. Um, who knows? Maybe acting? I have no idea. It's funny because I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know if I'm good at acting. I don't know if I'm cut out for that, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to well, see. <laughs> well, you're kicking ass in podcasting, so, I mean, you know. Why, thank you. <laughs> Why, thank you very much. <laughs> now, now, is there anything that you have on the list that I'm like, I'm not going to do? Uh, porn. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, this, I don't have anything against it or that industry per se it's just it's hard enough to try to have people look past a nude body with playboy and not see it as porn so i'm just trying to keep those two separate basically but i i don't know it's just it's it's difficult difficult when you're dealing with nudity (laughs) for sure Now, when when, but, you, yeah. you're, when you have a life as a, like a nude model and everything, I mean, is that like is that a luxury, of, you know, like job? Like, do you do you see a lot of money from that or? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not doing it for free. <laughs> That's for sure. Um. But yeah, if if you do it right, you can definitely make a decent amount of money on it. But with that said, you do have to pay your dues. Like when I was first starting out with modeling. You know, I wasn't getting offers all the time for paid photo shoots. It was, you know, time for trade. And that's how you create a portfolio. That's how you get experience. You learn how to pose, what poses work best for you, um, all of the different tricks and stuff with the lighting. Um, So with that said, yes, you can make money doing it, but (laughs) you definitely have to pay your dues at the beginning. (laughs) And, and the thing is, is I wanted to hear you say that for people that are listening, because, again, it goes all back to what I was saying about Instagram and people seeing models on Instagram and some of these young girls out there or, you know, even, you know, guys that want to be sports athletes or, you know, singers and rappers and everything that you don't see that instant paycheck right away. And it's good right. that someone else's they hear someone else saying that because a lot of people are jaded and they think that, oh, I'm going to be a model and I'm going to make millions of dollars doing this. And it's easy. All I got to do is just wake up and they take a couple pictures of me and I go back to bed. Um, and right. it's not that simple. No, not at all. Not at all. You have to watch what you eat. You have to work out. You have to, it's definitely, it's a commitment. It doesn't just stop once your photo shoot's done. You know, you have to make sure that you maintain yourself to a point to where people want to continue to shoot with you and that in itself is difficult because i love food (laughs) all the food (laughs) but you have to be smart about it 
Now, you mentioned that you love food and everything. What is your What is your favorite food to eat? Oh, God, all of it. Just <laughs> give it all to me. Um, my favorite, though, probably pasta, which is really bad, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? I, I love ramen, like the 25-cent ramen at the store. I don't care how much money I have. Mm-hmm. I will still crave it. I crave it because it's like a childhood thing. You know, it's just, I love it. That's Fantasy. not that's not so. good for you either, though. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Horrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's so cheap, and it's like you have it, you're like, oh, I want more of it. And, right. Too much of a so good easy. thing. <laughs> exactly. So bad for you, though. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so you mentioned that being a model, it's like a lifestyle. It's a commitment to it. You have to train. You have to, you know, keep a, a you know, a physical, um, you know, look going. What about um, yeah. relationships? Like, how, like, do you, are you currently, one, in a relationship? And two, like, how are relationships when you are a model? Um, so relationships when you're a model are very difficult. <laughs> uh, how do I even explain this? So it's basically, like, every guy wants to date a model, but they don't actually want to date a model. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, they want to have the bragging rights of, oh, my girlfriend's a model. She does this. Like, look at her in this, blah, blah, blah. But then when it comes down to you doing photo shoots that are nude, implied nude, stuff like that, or you have to reach out to people and network and talk with male photographers and stuff like this, you know, it it definitely makes them a little insecure yeah, and jealous. Factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But, um yeah, it's it's really difficult. And plus, you don't ever know who is actually wanting to know you for you or if they're just wanting arm candy, mm-hmm. you know. So it's difficult to try to differentiate the two. That's why I just focus on my career as much as possible. I just don't really have time for it. If it happens, it happens, you know. But you definitely have to, I don't want to say keep your guard up, but you have to be smart and you have to notice red flags and be aware of a person and for you know, sure your answer is kind of on point with a lot of the you know adult stars that we have on the podcast everybody wants to say that they are dating a porn star you know but not <laughs> everybody can handle the fact that your girlfriend is getting laid <laughs> on a daily basis exactly. is getting exactly. laid more than you are um and then her coming home and not even wanting to be in the mood to do that because she's just been doing it all day. Um, exactly. Yep. And see, my thing was they were uncomfortable with the fact that their friends could Google me and see my nude photos. Well, that's what Playboy is. It's nude photos. And you knew what you were signing up for. Exactly. So. <laughs> took the words right out of mouth. That's what you signed up for. Exactly. You, you knew what I was doing when we you know, started dating. Um, exactly exactly and maybe i don't know maybe it's something with them to where they were comfortable with themselves up until that point up until the different level of oh shit (laughs) like like this is real Mm -hmm. yeah exactly like this is real life and i don't like it (laughs) you know and you know to each their own some men don't want that in their lives some men can't handle that and that's fine too but just don't waste my time with it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See, now, I always kind of describe it as it's, it's kind of like a honeymoon phase. Like, guys, I feel, love the chase of it, love the fact that, like, hey, I'm talking to this girl, you know, Kelsey, she's a model and everything. We're not really serious, you know, we've just kind of chit-chatted, maybe hung out a couple right. of times. 
But then once you fully like make the commitment, like, hey, you know, we're not just dating, like we're actually a romantic couple. I feel like that right. whole desire of the chase and the whole, you know, like it's cool wears off. And then that's when the jealousy things kick in. And it's just like, if they could just stay in that little yeah. phase there where they're just like, I just love chasing this girl around and I love just kind of just hanging out with her with no commitment. It's cool. But then when we have a commitment, it's like, all right, not cool anymore because now my boys are, you know, Googling her or sending me a picture like, hey, just saw Kelsey did this shoot. Dude, yeah. She looks fucking exactly. awesome. Exactly. And, it and it's also them. very time consuming. It's very time consuming. You have to travel to different places. You have to put in, like I said before, you have to put in work. You have to reach out and network and continue to update your list of who should I reach out to next? Who have I already reached out to? Let me try this again. It's, it's a job. It is a job. For anyone who thinks that modeling is not a job, I would gladly invite them to try it and let me know what they think afterwards. <laughs> so there's that too. You always have to think of, you know, is this fair to them because I'm out of the state most of the time or they live in a different state? You know, it's a bunch of different factors. So it can definitely be hard. I'm not going to blame it all on them, but usually it's to be blamed all on them. <laughs> <laughs> now, what usually, is <laughs> what is the ideal guy for you? Like, what do you look for in a guy? Whether oh it be God. personality or physical, you know, like, let's just be honest. It's called spade to spade. You know, that's why we have apps like Tinder. Yeah. Nobody clicks on yeah. Tinder and reads your fucking bio. They're either swiping <laughs> left or right based on the picture. So Exactly. Exactly. So um, physically wise, it's funny because I don't have a certain type. I thought I did. But then it just, it, it's been all over the place. I've dated plenty of different kinds of dudes because it really depends on the person. So what I look for is obviously you have to have a sense of humor. I'm sarcastic, so you have to be able to take a joke. And I love it if you can throw it back at me. That is great if you don't get butthurt about me <laughs> ragging on you. Um, so humor, definitely have to have that. Um, strong work ethic. I can't be around anyone who is not motivated because then that only brings you down. You know, if you, if all you want to do is lay on the couch and watch TV and not get up and work and do stuff, then that's only going to make me want to do that. And I don't have, to, I can't do that. I can't. <laughs> like I'm on a roll. I'm going to continue to be on a roll. I don't have time for it. Um, so that I would prefer for him to be I mean, this is probably one of the physical things. I would prefer for him to be taller than me. <laughs> That's a plus. <laughs> um, Sorry, short guys. I, I mean, I wouldn't throw them out. You know, I can't throw them out just because they're short. Because that's not fair. They could be but, making it up in other places. You never know. Exactly. You know, exactly. You never know. Um, so that and then I, I like to see how they interact with their family. You know, I don't really like guys who are very, like, not disrespectful, but, you know, I it just, I like to see the family dynamic and how that works and how they act with their family or interact with their family. Um, now, I'm not asking for a mama's boy because that would be annoying. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, and then obviously the givens, you know, don't lie, don't cheat, don't like just basically common shit that you, mm -hmm. that you start to know, but <laughs> you know it's funny. You never so, know nowadays. 
someone had <laughs> said to me, they were like, you know, the best way you can judge how a guy interacts with people and how what kind of personality he has is they said, watch how he, he treats a waitress when you are out on a date. Yes. Yes, and absolutely. it's, I never really thought about that, but they're like, if he is, you know, respectful to someone who is a complete stranger who's doing a job and, you know, treats them fairly decently, then you've got a good chance that they're going to be a pretty decent person. Um, exactly. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. But the things, like I said, with the, the whole Tinder thing is just a lot of people are, it is a physical attraction, you know, that sometimes... You don't you don't get to see the personality of people. You know, you can see somebody and be like, eh, I'm not really attracted to that person and find out later that that person is a really, you know, swell guy and could be really cool. But you don't see past the physical. Um, right. So, right. I mean, I mean, physical attraction is definitely something that needs to be there, of course. But um, just to base solely on if you're going to give a doc, give a guy a chance based off of his look solely. Eh. <laughs> I've tried it and it doesn't work out very well. <laughs> so, so what if you had your ideal date? Like, someone want to know what's the ideal date? Where would you want to go? What would you want to do? You know, how would it all break down? So, my ideal date is uh, to go out to dinner, so that way we can have a conversation. Because if I don't feel that I can even have a conversation with you. I don't want another date. <laughs> there's, there's no point. Um, and then, Hey, I could even see how he treats the waitress. <laughs> there you go. See, <laughs> no, see it, all works out. <laughs> it all works out. But basically, yeah, I just have to see if I have a connection with them. And if we can have a conversation, I mean, having a guy who's hot is great and all, but looks are going to fade later on. So, mm-hmm. and then you're going to be left with, someone who you can't even chat with. No, it's not going to happen. Um, so, yeah, I would say my ideal date would be dinner. I don't understand how people go to the movies for their first date. Like you don't even talk. You aren't even paying attention to each other. You're just staring at a screen. I could have done this at home. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Like I, I don't, I don't get it. I want to know more about you. I want you to know about me. So that way we can see if there's a mutual connection. Okay, so just dinner and conversation, it's just, you know, something very simple. Yeah, not I'm not asking for, like, a hot air balloon ride or anything, you know, just simple. But would you take one? I would. I would. <laughs> I would. I'm not asking I for one, but I'm not going to turn it away either, you know? I mean, hey, if someone out there wants to take me on a hot air balloon ride, I might have to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> So a couple more of these questions, because these are these were sent on my on my website as well as on Instagram and on Twitter and everything. Um, okay. This one guy. All right. So we did the ideal date. And then the one guy uh, goes on to say, where was that question? It was it was kind of like kind of weird. And I was just like, all right, I'm not really sure what he means Uh-oh. by this. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to just shout this guy out. Bright Brightsy is bright ZZY. He's like, what is your take on sexual inabilities? I'm not really sure what he means, but... So, like, like erectile dysfunction and, like, pre-ejaculation? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, that's why I'm kind of confused. (laughs) So, um, Bright C didn't uh, really Um, uh, define that. I don't know. My take on that would be if you have something that's going on, (laughs) 
probably should get it checked out by a doctor just to make sure it's not anything with your health wise or anything like that. Otherwise they make pills for that. But, um, and then, yeah, practice makes perfect, I guess. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he kind of like has to elaborate more. Like I'm like, I feel like I need to dig right, deeper into yeah. this and his follow up questions yeah. to him. Can I buy you know? a vowel please? Like, what do you mean? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was like, um, so like, are you, are you hinting at something, Brightsy? You know, like, right. you know, are, are you just kind of like laying it out there? Like, hey, Kelsey, if I ever come to Colorado, you know, and I got ED, is it's that going to be a problem? Right. Yeah. These aren't blue tic tacs in my pocket. <laughs> but you know what, though? Honesty is the best policy. At least he's coming out forward exactly. and saying like, hey, we could go and have dinner, have a conversation. But if we're going to go fuck later, I just got to put this out there. Like, what is your take on sexual inabilities? You know, exactly. I can't because please you. you. <laughs> the girl might know a trick or two up her sleeve, you know, but maybe, maybe that's what out. he's asking. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, yeah. we really got to we really got to find out what's going on with him. Communication is key. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it at that. Communication is key. <laughs> so that will be my answer to that odd question. <laughs> if that was a question, we can yeah. consider that a question. Yeah, we're not really sure what that was, but, you know, I had yeah. I had to ask it this time because I was like, I, I got to find out, you know, maybe I'm not reading it right. Um, <laughs> but and the follow-up question that someone else wants to know is, like, what's the craziest place that you've ever made out at? Ever made out at? Oh, yeah, whether it be, you know, just, just random, like, you know, hooking up or just, like, full-blown sex. Like, where's the craziest place you've ever had it? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um. So the craziest place that I've actually had sex at was on a trampoline. <laughs> okay. Is this in it, your backyard not, or? Yeah, my backyard. And okay. it was at night, you know, it wasn't like in the daylight, but it, it, I don't, re- I don't recommend it at all. It, it was, it was not good. <laughs> Just I, I extra would, bouncing and all of that. Like, no, it, it's not work out. Yeah, you can get poked in places that you don't want to get poked at, you know? And exactly. exactly, yeah. So I was not a fan of that. That was a bad idea. <laughs> but I would say that would be the craziest place. Definitely. Where, where would you like to have sex? Or are you just kind of like a, a plain Jane chicken? It's like, I just would rather just have it in a bed. He, that's my thing. It's like I always have these ideas of it, you know, of like joining the Mile High Club and everything. But then I'm like, Oh no, I travel too much. And if I get banned, if I get put on the no fly list, I'm screwed. So <laughs> I start thinking about that. And I'm like, no, no, it's not worth it. <laughs> then you're starting a GoFundMe to have like a Kelsey bus made, you know, you have your right. cruiser bus. Exactly. You know. exactly. Or like, I'll see you guys in three days because I have to drive there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no mile yeah, high no. club. So cancel that one oh. off the list. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, if it happens, it happens. But. I just really, no. <laughs> I always think about the consequences. I guess that's my problem. I always think about the consequences of my actions. And then you didn't just, think about this on the trampoline until after the fact, though. You know, I did, though. I was like, it's dark out, you know, no one's here, no one's outside, like, we're fine. And then, yeah, I did. I forgot the extra bouncing and shoving part. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that that experience just kind of just opened your mind and your eyes to say, you know what, maybe this isn't the best idea. Maybe you know yeah. we don't need to be doing yep. this. Yep. 
Yep. When you have to apologize after, like, I'm sorry, I almost broke your penis, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? That, that guy out there right now, one, he has a story to tell. And quite honestly, oh, I don't want to speak for the, the, this gentleman, but I can tell if it were me, I think I would take the risk of breaking my penis if it meant, you know, I was making out with <laughs> Kelsey Shea on the trampoline. Right. You know, You're the like, risk <laughs> outweighs the reward, but you know what I mean? In this case, I'm going to take the risk. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I had to apologize after. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so – oh, wait, hold on. But I got to ask, though, did he even get the finish or uh, – You know <laughs> – We're, we're not really right, sure. It was, there was a point where it was just like, um, I know I'm not enjoying this, so you can't possibly be enjoying this. He's like, no, I really am, though, just like keep bouncing. <laughs> right. He was, he, was, he was trying to make it work. A for effort for him. <laughs> trying to make it work, but I think I was over it at that point. <laughs> it's like, how do you say it in a nice way? They're like, dude, this isn't fucking working. And he's just like, no, please, please let this work. You know, just just a little more bouncing, just a little more bouncing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm like, eh, no, nope, not happening. Mm. <laughs> if there's one more slip, one more accidental slip, no. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. now, are you more of a, a, a sensual person when you're in relationships with a guy like that? Or are you more, like, aggressive? Like, what type of uh, kind of wildness is Kelsey? I think you need to build your way up. You know, you can't just start off aggressive and whatnot. You, you try to ease your way in so, you know, fill it out and then build up to that sexual tension and frustration and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I just, I try to think, I don't think I would really, I like aggressive. Like I want you to take charge and whatnot. You know, I don't want to, tell you everything you have to do but i don't know how well that would work if you started off the bat like that <laughs> that's yeah that's kind of crazy just kind of just... think you're trying to rob me or something <laughs> yes exactly hey, unless you're unless you know he was totally like into the whole you know role-playing thing and did, did not relate a message to right, you right but you gotta let a bitch know you can't yeah. just bring that honor and be like here i'm you're like, wait, what, like, what character am I playing? Am I supposed to? I, I'm, I'm, I'm the victim, right? I'm assuming I'm the victim. Right? I don't really know what's going on here. You know? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Once again, communication is key. <laughs> Should I had props, you know? Should I had, like, you know, a fake can of mace with me, you know? Am I supposed to, like, right. hand off, like, you know, one of my, my purses to you? Like, I don't, like, you got to lay this out. You got to have right. a game plan. You can't just jump right into that. Exactly. If you throw a bag over my head, make sure I don't try to stab you i mean exactly (laughs) let me know i'm sticking a bag over your head at some point during this session you know so just so you know there we go yeah yeah awesome yeah so at least i know it's coming you know um exactly exactly so so i would say then and obviously you don't want to tell the guy what to do and everything but i guess more you're more submissive more like you said are you just kind of like 50 50 like yeah, I would say 50-50. I mean, I definitely, there's different moods, you know. Sometimes you want to be caressed and sometimes you want it to be, you want to be treated like a dirty whore. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you got just, you know, sweet and cute Kelsey and sometimes you just got really horny Kelsey. That's just like. Exactly, exactly. So it really all depends on my mood. It could change at <laughs> any given time. <laughs> 
Now, uh, uh, one guy, he uh, tweets into me, and he wants to know, he's like, does size matter to you? It's not the same guy who had the sexual inabilities. So Okay, I was like, is this the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> he's under a different <laughs> alias. He's like, first, I can't get it up, but then when I do get it up, it's not, you know, fully saluting, right. you know? like Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so it's not the same guy. That's good to know. Um, well... I mean, here's the thing. Size, uh, <laughs> it's, that's a tricky question because <laughs> I don't want really thick, you know, like width-wise. I don't, I, that's like, I don't want to feel like I'm sitting on a fucking Gatorade bottle, okay? Like, that's, <laughs> that does not feel nice to me. <laughs> that's not good. Um, but, I mean, you obviously have to have something to work with okay. lengthwise a little bit. I'm not saying... It has to like, I don't. I, that's a trick. That's a hard one. <laughs> that's a hard one. Well, that's like a what's the thing? Like, it, is it the size of the boat or the motion of the ocean? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, what, that's, that's a, what's too big, you know, for Kelsey? Uh, I mean. <laughs> what am I comparing it to? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just, well, I got two different tweets, two different questions from two different people who, one, has sexual inabilities, I'm assuming, allegedly, has sexual right. inabilities. Another guy who, you know, I think is maybe a little concerned about his penis size, you know, so he kind of right. wants to know, like, what is going to please Kelsey. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I think these guys, <laughs> I give I give them all the credit in the world for coming out and being like, hey, I just want to cover all the bases here. I want to know, you know, what, like, what do I need to do to make this happen with Kelsey? You know, like, what's a, I mean, what's a deal breaker? Honestly, honestly, I'm Asian, so I'm super tight as it is. <laughs> so <laughs> even if it is smaller, probably still going to be fine. Still going to feel but, something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Still going to feel something. But, um, yeah, I guess it really depends on how small are we talking or – I, how I big don't know. we're talking or how big yeah i'm not trying to like have mandingo over here like no <laughs> <laughs> no like i will scream and run away <laughs> no where are they buried the people you've had sex with <laughs> no. yeah how many people did you slay today before coming over here exactly you know? exactly yeah no i think there's always there's always going to be a too small but there's always going to be a too big as well Everyone's okay. got different sizes. Everyone. <laughs> All right. So, um, so these questions are, you know, we're coming in hot and heavy here. So another guy wanted to know, like, what is, uh, what is the favorite positions? I mean, obviously, being, you know, fifty-fifty, sometimes you want to take control, and sometimes you, you know, want to be taken over. Um, what right. Does Kelsey enjoy. Uh, this is where I sound boring, but I, I enjoy missionary. That's the one that feels the best to me um and but i could also i can i can do doggy style that would be my next favorite i would say but yeah missionary it's just for the girl it feels the best for me at least i don't know about the guys (laughs) and i love how humble you are when you say things like i'm kind of boring like there's nothing fucking boring about you like (laughs) but i appreciate the humbleness here like any dude is like they're they're fighting each other right now, listening to this podcast <laughs> to do missionary. You know, it's like they're oh, not they're yeah. not arguing with that. I, 
they're like, I'll take it. <laughs> yes, I'll take it any way I can. Trampoline or not, right. like, I will take this shit. Um, <laughs> so and it's funny because it's like one of, I mean, obviously you got female admirers. One girl wants to know, are you into girls? So I appreciate, I can appreciate a woman's body and how beautiful she is and all that. I personally have never been with a woman because I just have never had that urge to be with a woman. I'm not going to say ne- like never because you never know, but um, I I haven't been with a woman and I haven't gotten that urge to be with a woman. So mm, not, not so much currently strictly dickly, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's totally fine with me. You know, that's you know, right. You're like, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in, you know what I mean? As long as you don't have sexual inabilities and you know, you're not too big and not too small, you know, you're, you're just right. Right. And, you could exactly. have a chance, you know. I just got to, I just got to get a really good ticket on Hotwire to Colorado or something, you know. And pack some there warm clothes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, not into chicks. So that one person, I won't even, I won't mention her name because I don't want to embarrass them. But she's, you know. I love that though. I love that that there's um, a differentiation in the audience. That's great. Yeah, I mean, that's the cool that. thing. Like, when we were first talking, you were like, "Well, who's listening to this podcast?" And I'm like, "A lot of horny guys." Um, you know, like just just being real, just keep it in one hundred here. You know, there's gonna be a bunch of horny guys listening to the podcast. Um, but yeah, right. we got we got a couple horny girls that listen to the podcast. You know, and they're uh, they're just as fans of uh, you as the guys are. So yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Uh, so the guy next guy says he goes, "Are you are you a giver or a taker?" I guess this again would be kind of fifty fifty. I would assume. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it can't be all about one person. That's rude. <laughs> Uh, if it's about one person, that's a favor. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> Again, that's this not all goes back to guys saying, you know what? I'll be gladly to just to be the giver if that means, you know, if that's what you're into, you know. True. This is true. Yes, but um, I mean, yeah. Obviously, I I'm not one of those girls who's like, I don't give heads. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? But um, yeah. No, it definitely has to be mutually beneficial. That, that was going to be my my kind of my personal follow up question. Not do you give head, but um. So I could like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to be real blunt about it. Be like, hey, Kelsey, do you give great head? Um, I mean, I mean, you can answer that question if you'd like. Uh, but it's not. It's I mean, not... I haven't got complaints, so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't see many people complaining. Um, but right. uh, is there anything well, I was going to get at? Is there anything that you do not enjoy? You know, there, like you said, there's some uh, people that don't give head, and there's some people that are like they don't enjoy oral. Like there's some people that just don't enjoy certain yeah. things. Do not play with my ass. Not <laughs> a finger, a tongue, not a penis, nothing. No, no, mm-mm. that is off limits <laughs> for me. No ass play. Sorry, but. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, so, but what, uh, is just is, have you had it happen? It just not feel right, or. I just, uh, I (laughs) like every time I even think about it, I'm just like, oh no, no, (laughs) squirmy, right? Like how how much most men don't want a dick up their ass. That's the same level of me. (laughs) There may be guys on listening to the podcast that do though, so you know. Uh, True. This is true. (laughs) Very true. But yeah, that I think that's my one thing. I'm just like, nope. No, not happening. I don't like it. <laughs> so you never had like a bad experience with that, or it's just something that you just don't have any desire, or obviously usual accidental slips here and there, you know. And On then the you're like, oh my god, 
<laughs> exactly. And then you're like, oh, my God, that will never happen again. <laughs> One never. too many bounces on the trampoline and exactly. you find a, and a new I'm, hole. <laughs> Traumatized. Yes. Yeah. I think that would be my one hard pass for that. Definitely. So a lot of people are on social media. I mean, like if, I mean, grandparents are on social media now, like great grandparents are on social media. Um, <laughs> right. Even during this whole fiasco with Facebook, people are still on Facebook and social media. Where can people find you at on the internet? So if they want to just stare at your pictures, pleasure themselves, you know, just stay up on your current doings and all that good stuff. Well, Google is always a great option. <laughs> you can always just Google me, Kelsey Shea Playboy. Um, or you can go to my Instagram, which is Miss Kelsey Shea. So M I S S K E L S I S H A Y. Um, that's the same one for my Twitter as well. And then I don't really have, I don't use Facebook. That's, that's, yeah. It's because the great grandparents are on it now. (laughs) That's what it is. It's not cool anymore. Right. Well, remember MySpace? (laughs) It's starting to turn into old MySpace. It is. You know, you would have been in my top eight. Was it eight, 12? I think there was apps you could make 25 or something like that. It is like, that was the craziest thing. You could get the music on your profile page. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I used right? to, I, I, I would, I went to school for a guy who was like able to trick it all out and like do HTML and like made our, like made my page do like all kinds of crazy weird shit. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. But then it was a struggle every day of like, who was going to be in right. top eight? You know, it's just exactly. like, if I have a exactly. real solid chance of hooking up with Kelsey, I'm putting her in the top eight. <laughs> you know, she's important. We all turned our backs on Tom from MySpace. Yeah, fuck Tom. Remember that one? Poor Tom. (laughs) Everyone left his ass. (laughs) I seen a funny meme that was out there during this whole Facebook debacle, and he was just like, it was a meme, and it was the the profile picture of Tom, and he's just like, hey, but remember, I didn't share your information with anybody. You know, like, you didn't put me in the top eight, but. That's true. That's true. That's true. But it's supposed to be a funny meme. If you if you honestly didn't kind of assume that your information was going to be sold on Facebook, then you are the reason why we have peanut packages that say make and say nuts. Yes. You are that reason. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's another thing <laughs> that just annoys the shit out of me. Kids with peanut what? allergies. Okay, like, wait. So I have peanut allergy. I'm allergic to nuts. How the hell did that happen? I feel I blame parents for not giving their chit their kids food. So that they become immune to oh, this shit. It's funny. No, so my mom did that. She would literally feed me spoonfuls and then the Benadryl. And so I built up the tolerance to where I could actually have it. But then there was a point where I stopped eating it for a while, just solely because of me. And then I tried it again. And then I got that allergy to it. That, like, I can't, I can't do it. And I don't really want it anyway. So it's not that much loss. But I mean... I'm good on a plane. If you open up a package of peanuts next to me, I'm not going to, like, go into anaphylactic shock. <laughs> you have one of those, like, those little pens with you to just kind of, like, stab yourself with. You yep, know. the EpiPen. Yes, yep. it's it's crazy. But I always blamed it. I always said, like, for kids that have, like, peanut allergies, and I say to them, like, did, did you not feed your kid peanut butter until they, like, turned to age 10? Like, it was a milestone? Like, you're 10 years old. Here's right. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, no, my mom definitely did that. She definitely... She's like, I'm not raising no nerds. <laughs> like, nope. And she fed that stuff to me. And then 
fed me Benadryl after until I built up a tolerance, but I guess it was that time period after where I just didn't have it at all and then tried it again that it was just not good. It's not worth it to me. I'm good. <laughs> so you, you live a peanut-free life, you know? It's all good. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, again, people can find you on on, on Twitter and Instagram and uh, not so much Facebook. Um, but you said, cool thing doing a Google search. Like, I did a Google search, and, you know, I was fairly familiar with who you were, but I just seen things on Google that I'm just like, wow, like, this is fucking amazing. Um, what, is, <laughs> what is your take on people who, um, you know, look at you and, like I said, happen to do some things? Not speaking from experience, you know, but, you know. What's my take on it? Like, then. Like, is it weird off? to you that, like, you know that guys are, you know, looking at your pictures and pleasuring themselves to you? Or is that kind of, like, flattering? Or it's, it's flattering, but at the same time, I don't really think about it. Only until it's really brought to my attention. Like, just now. Like, Thank right you. now? <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. But, um, no, I mean, yeah, I guess it's kind of flattering. It's a confidence booster. It's. It's great. It's a compliment. I'll take it. <laughs> like, hey, a guy but really yeah. wants to, you know, whack off to me. Like, all yeah. right. I mean, just don't tell me about it. Don't share your experience. Again, not speaking from weird. experience. Disclaimer during the podcast. Disclaimer. Uh-huh. Not speaking from experience. Uh-huh. That's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's something I do ask because I feel I always ask like a lot of, like I said, adult film stars that come on the podcast. And I always say to them, I was like, one first thing is, do you watch your own stuff? And a lot of them tell me that they can't because it's weird to them to watch themselves, you know, having sex. Yeah. And I say to, to them the uh, same thing. Like, how do you feel that knowing that like 99.9% of the people that you come in contact with that tell you that they're a fan, obviously it's because they've been watching your porn. And who the hell watches porn without, you know, right, right. doing that? Exactly. Like, I mean, it's just it's yeah. hard to watch a porn for so long and not feel the urge to, like, either do it yourself or find someone to do it with. So, you know, I say, like, is that weird? Yeah, exactly. And that's where that's what I was talking about before with the struggle of differentiating Playboy with porn, because. You know, to me, these are beautiful photos. This was for like a photo shoot. You know, it's, it's, I like to keep it classy. (laughs) Um, And even so, when I did Playboy Thailand, when I did the magazine for them, they don't even do nude. They don't do full nude at all. Oh, that sucks. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's, it's different. I guess for me, yeah, it's, I try to think about it from a modeling aspect. But most likely, yeah, it's it's being used for other stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to like have that in the back of your mind, yeah. like yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm doing it for it's the definitely. art aspect of it, but I have to know that a good majority of the people are not looking at it for the art aspect of it. Just like exactly, just like you said, you had Playboys laying around as a kid. Like the guys are not reading the articles. Let's just you know, let's be honest here. There right. might be a small percentage that yeah. are, but not all of them are. Um, magazine page is all crunchy <laughs> yes exactly like what is wrong with this page like what the hell happened mailman delivered it in a, in the rain it rained that day. right yeah exactly oh my that's great it's funny you say something like that because i was recently like about a year ago i had met um someone that was on a cover of you know playboy and um i, I took it to an autograph signing and had them autograph it and the funny thing is 
the girl she says to me, she's like, wow, I can't believe like how like clean this magazine is. And I'm like, yeah, no sticky pages or anything. And she was just like, so like, (laughs) yeah, she was so blown away that I didn't, you know, abuse this magazine. Um, but I, I, oh. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go ahead and tell her that I actually bought two copies. Um, she just happened. Oh, to there, you yeah, so, <laughs> there you go. There you go. So sorry. You know. <laughs> so she was impressed, but I don't know if she was impressed or disappointed. You know, I'm like, are, are you? Is like that a good thing or is right. that a bad thing? Like, right, know. exactly. So, <laughs> so what, what is still on Kelsey's radar of things you want to do and accomplish in life, whether it be short term or long term goals? Um, let's see. So basically just take my modeling career as far as it can possibly go. You aren't going to have your looks forever. You know, you have a short window of opportunity to do this. So I'm going to do it to the fullest, whether that be next thing, the Maxim or Sports Illustrated. Um, I don't know. I'm still networking. You know, it's in the process. I have a few things that might possibly be in the making, but I'll wait to see if those are actually done deals or not. But, um, yeah, you know, you never know. And who knows? My modeling could turn into acting. It could turn into anything, really. It could go anywhere. So it just basically depends on how much work you're willing to put in, which good thing I'm willing to put in a lot of work for it. There you have it. I mean, just keep following you, I guess, on the social media aspects to, you know, to find out what we're going to be doing next. Um, Obviously, we don't want you to give away anything that's not finalized yet and jinx anything. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. We we need more Kelsey in our lives. You know, it should be part of everybody's daily (laughs) diet, um, you know, to have more Kelsey in our lives. So. Yes. I plan on giving it. I just need to stay focused. You know, I think that's the hardest part is people lose their focus and become less motivated and then it turns into laziness and you just have to battle through that and keep pushing. Hashtag Kelsey is life. You know what I mean? If that's not motivating, (laughs) if it's not trending, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? So before you you get out of here, like what, what do you want the fans to know? Is there any parting words for any of these guys who have the, uh, the sexual inabilities and, uh, anything encouraging (laughs) words since we're motivating people here you know like what motivation can you give to these people you know just be motivated i guess just for me i'm motivated of the fear of being average you know you yourself are fantastic in your own way everyone has something that they're good at everyone has something that they can push themselves to be better at just If one door closes, keep going. I mean, I've had multiple times where I was told no, but if I didn't keep pursuing what I wanted and what I was working for, then none of this would have happened. So even if you're told no, you have to fail in order to succeed. But I guess just keep keep pushing. Keep (laughs) on grinding. Exactly. And again, this was a moment that me and Kelsey had when we were setting up the podcast. And I told her, I said, believe me, I've been told no a million times to different things, you know. So I believe me, I do a lot of sliding in DMs and be like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? Like, but I've become like tolerant to the fact now that like I'm prepared that, you know, if Kelsey would have been like, fuck you or said, you know, nothing at all, that I'm well prepared for that, you know. And um, 
I just think that's just one thing that, you know, for people that are out there, if I could share any encouragement for anybody out there, uh, is just to make sure you continue to keep pushing, keep striving, because you're going to be told no, like you said. But the cool thing is, though, is it's like you don't want to be told yes right away. Because anything, you know, it sounds cliche, but anything worth having is worth working for, you know. So, exactly. Exactly. You know, yep. Thankfully for me, it wasn't a hard struggle to get you on the podcast, but I'm glad that you did because I, like, simply adore you. I think you are just fucking amazing. I love that you just have, like, this outgoing personality, and I just can't thank you enough for taking, you know, what I thought was just going to be, like, a 15, 20-minute podcast, and we've been talking for over an hour. So, exactly. Um, so I you really never appreciate know. that. Well, thank you. I appreciate you reaching out to me. I really do. And anytime you want to come out to the East Coast, to the Philadelphia area, like we will make sure we have, you know, nice weather, trampolines, <laughs> and all the Philly oh, cheesesteaks you can eat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think I'll have to pass on the trampolines. But, yes, yeah, nice weather. I'm absolutely. But don't pass on the cheesesteaks because you're going to love that. Oh. Okay, I will not, actually. Okay, I am so down for that. Cheesesteaks <laughs> cheese and no peanut butter, nothing. Just just, just Yeah, please. Steaks. Please don't kill me in the process. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Kelsey, I appreciate it again for you coming in and talking to us. And uh, we, we always want to hear and see big things coming from you, so we'll definitely be keeping an eye out on you. And make sure you guys go ahead and you follow her on Twitter and Instagram, and make sure you, you download this podcast, share this podcast, tell everybody what you thought of this podcast, and just, you know, much success to you. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Not a problem. You have a great evening. You too. Hi, my name is Kelsey Shea, and you're listening to Mixed Master B on MNB Radio.